Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Before turning on the mics for John and Lance, let's pause to remember what they said yesterday in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. People love Boban isn't an NBA skill. Where the guy looks like this. You compare Boban to Sloth from the Goonies? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I did it as a quarterback. I invented the name Baby J just now. Jesus had dreads. Baby goat. Follow him like a cult leader? Lower body fat percentage. Can you say I'm sorry to CJ Stroud? Say it. I am. Say it. Say it. What? Why are y'all yelling so loud? I'm not yelling. Looking for my place on the assembly lines. Fake prizes rising out of the bomb holes. Skeleton boys hacked up from purple. That's a Smoke good intro. That didn't do too much. And he's got some Beck at the back end of it. It's a good. That's a, I like this. This is a good style, Frank. This is a good, to me, maybe not so much of the Bobon stuff, but to me, that's this is a good little template for you to use. Uh... Yeah, that, that's that's not bad for a change, Frank. Uh, didn't insult or mislead everyone or dehumanize, yeah, which is right. what causes people to right. Well, you were a little, uh, you know, real, you were a little reckless. He usually he, Frank dehumanize. It's he, easier to hate somebody that you dehumanize, and that's what he does. He dehumanizes us, yeah. and then you know people hate you. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number if you want to get in here on ESPN ninety seven five. We'll we'll get back to the Rockets in just a second, but Greg wants to talk about this CJ versus Bryce thing. He's been waiting. Hey, Greg. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. 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 Hey, I just had a quick uh, statement and then a quick question, man. I was listening to y'all talk about the whole CJ and Bryce and how my understanding was you're saying that kind of Bryce has a better situation O line wise and things like that right now. But, man, guys, just a few weeks ago, everybody was talking about how bad our O-line was. Of course, a lot due to injury. Uh, and the talk was, what are we going to do to protect C.J. Stroud? And now everybody's talking about he's got a better situation than C.J. It just doesn't add up to me. Uh, in my opinion, it's the scheme. It's the coaching up of the players and things like that. And one more thing real quickly, guys, just a question. Last year, you guys were all over my boy, Kenyon Green. I just have a question. Do you think he'd do better in this scheme? Or, you know, do you think, another? yeah, do you think he'd do better in this scheme is my question. I'll, listen, I'll hang up and listen, guys. No, I don't think so. When we he don't was, know. When he was playing, he, he wasn't good. He, he wasn't camp, The camp reports were really bad on Kenyon Green, which, you know, I was all in on Kenyon Green being a first-round pick. But his technique – Man, I'm just telling you, that technique, the hands, the body control, he's got to get right with a lot of that stuff. And now that he's out for the year, this is a missed year for him. I do not think it's good. And from a scheme standpoint, look, I don't think the problem is run blocking. When we talk about the scheme, the scheme is just an outside zone. It's, and, they don't, and they're not exclusive, but it's you run zone scheme stuff. And then, you know, the running game, I think, I think they would be running much better with Kenyon Green at left guard. I think the running game would be much better with Kenya Green at guard. My question is, 
is Kenyon any better in pass protection this year than he was? Because I can tell you, Trav, I can tell you, Titus Howard is better at left guard passing, protecting the passer than Kenyon Green is. The pass protection at left guard is substantially does it, better. Does, it, does, it, does this scheme matter? No. In pass protection? No. No, other than play you action gotta, allows you gotta, you, you gotta to stop your guy. I mean, a zone blocking scheme for him, maybe maybe that changes up as far as the run blocking goes. But you still have to stop your guy no matter what. Maybe you get more help uh, from from uh, Beck. I don't know. Maybe the tight ends will help you more. I don't know. Maybe he, he keeps the running back in to, to, to help him out. But you still have to help him out if he can't block his guy. So that's that's the problem. He, his pass blocking was awful, awful last year. And I don't know that this scheme changes anything. As far as your initial... Uh, you you're you're kind of right. I mean, this offensive line has been makeshift, and not only makeshift, it's been a bunch of castoffs that you had to play because of all the injuries that you had. And CJ was able to overcome it in in you know from week three on. He couldn't overcome it for the f- first couple of weeks where he had eleven sacks in the first couple of weeks. But then all of a sudden it was like, wow. Then there's no sacks anymore because CJ was getting rid of the ball. He adjusted and did a really really nice job. I still think. The coaching, yeah, I think if if Bryce Young had Bobby Slowick, Bryce Young would be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, but it's why is this Bryce versus CJ? Well, well, because I know that I know the TV is doing it. Lewis Riddick is doing it. Yeah. What do we care? Honestly, what does it? What no, does no, anyone no. Well, care about? Well, I think about? it is. It's it's all about that that the hey the Texans fell into a very nice situation because of that loss because right. of that win against the Colts. Great. Because Jordan, of that win against the Colts, which everybody was Bulls so excited about. Bulls got Jordan. It happens. Yep, yep. Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant, you know, is going to be a Hall of Famer and an all-time great. And Greg Oden was yep. is a bust and had physical. Like, what do we care what Bryce does? It's funny. I'm watching Kurt. I was reading this. Texans fans got so hurt. Like, they're, they're physically in. Some Texans fans are physically in pain that Kurt Warner dared to dared to say, here, I'll bring it up. Kurt Warner, former NFL quarterback. I mean, it's amazing how people – it used to be people who played the game and have and, – and know about – like, especially Kurt Warner, played the position, mm-hmm. right? Knows a thing or two about the quarterback position and how it's played. And it used to be that you would respect that. Now those guys are attacked on a regular basis. This is what he said. Observing – observations watching Texans – Number one, everyone quick to say C.J. Stroud should have been number one in hindsight, and that is total hindsight. People weren't saying. Texans fans were pissed off that they were not first. No, it was not. Yes, there were going to be some people who said they liked C.J. Stroud or whatever. They liked him better when they knew that they were getting him. Texans fans in mass were furious after that game that they didn't have the yes. first pick. <clears throat> but it says, but his offensive line is light years better than Bryce's right now. And if you don't know... That makes a huge difference. Number two, watching first half, there's no way I guess that he has this historic day. Meaning, CJ was much better in the second half than the first half. Way better. Yeah, but fans are like so upset. Now, Sarge made a good point. He did bring up the fact that for the first two games of the year, now, Sarge says he played multiple games with only one starter on the O line. Uh, That's, I think, it's true at left tackle. Shaq Mason. Howard was out. Shaq Mason, yes. Yes, and one, Patterson has become a starter. He well, he only starter. became a starter because guys were injured. Right, right. 
Now, that was two games that he played like that. That was not some purpose. A majority, one guy said a majority of the season he hasn't even had his starting offensive line. That's actually not true. The first two games, Titus Titus came back. Uh, Laramie Tunsil was back. When did back. Titus come back? Titus came back. Well, Titus came well, back. Did I guess yeah. Tunsil came back game three. I think you're right. I think maybe it was game four that Titus Howard came back. Maybe it was game four or five. So I guess there, I guess there's some validity in that too. But the fact that you have the offensive line has been much better for the Texans. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But they are a better pass blocking unit than they are a run blocking unit. You think? Yeah, they're not a bad pass blocking <laughs> unit. It's I know it's fun for people to say. Their art offensive line was horrible and continues to be horrible. That's actually not true. Well, he, he's now he's and again he's doing it with no running game at all. Yeah, nothing. And but the but the, which makes the protection has to be even better. Fant's done a decent job at right tackle. Laramie Tunsil has done a fine job at left at left tackle. Um, uh, Titus Howard is a much better pass protector. This is why teams like drafting tackles and moving them to guards. It's just Titus Howard and. Laramie Tunsil are not very good run blockers. They're not run blocking very well. But overall, the Texans have been beat up along the offensive line. Um, and so that's not an excuse for Bryce Young that because C.J. Stroud has dealt with less than ideal situations along the offensive line. But it is still a lot better. We saw Carolina. We, we got beat by Bryce in Carolina. Uh, C.J. Stroud had 140 yards passing in that game and lost. And C.J. really didn't play all that well. But we saw Bryce got sacked six times, hit about 100 times, and they still beat the Texans in that game. So it does it does take a little time. And I think just throwing out, well, he, he had starters missing. Does that mean that Carolina's players who are starters are better than the Texans' backups? There's no guarantee that. We, well, we saw it. They were on the field together, and despite— But they do have starters. Like, they have first— they have Yeah, but is the a starters stink. They, yeah, they, they paid Moten their right tackle— Ikea Kwanu was drafted, I think, sixth in the draft. But Ikea Kwanu stunk. Yeah, so when you say that Carolina, or when someone says Carolina has their starters, what if their starters are terrible? Terrible. Yeah. Well, they are. I mean, they've got a bad, right now their offensive line is just awful. Uh, But, 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 uh, so what though? Like, I'm sorry for. The Texans started the coolest. Deculus. Deculus. Austin Deculus. Get his name wrong. I guess it doesn't matter. It's Austin Deculus, whatever. We'll never see him again. Yeah. So, Deculus. God no, willing. He's a, he's a LSU guy. He was he's terrible. Yeah. And the Texas star. And they didn't no. give up a sack. Yeah, that's true. For two straight games. Right. With Deculus starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some of that is CJ getting rid of the ball, and Bryce is hanging on to the ball. A lot of that is CJ being, playing on CJ's top. getting rid of it, but also why he wasn't getting some of the chunk plays is because he but, wasn't letting but things. But that's even. Uh, 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 that's even a better compliment to CJ. It's, he realized, you know, he can't hold on to the ball, and he played on time. I yes. mean, that's even better for yeah. a rookie. I would think the point yes. of the, the back and forth is it's eight games, and if you and the Dolph, Dolphin fans went through this with Herbert got off to a great yeah. start, and Tua was in a bad situation, and things have sort of flipped. So but it's why not over. It, yeah, but but Miami no. fans were mad that they didn't have Herbert. No, they were mad. They were mad that their guy was getting crushed when Herbert had Keenan Allen and I, Mike Williams I'm and all those guys. Well, yeah, but I saw plenty of Dolphins fans who were like, well, sure. All of a sudden, too. they were telling you, I wasn't on Team Tua. They were trying to, yeah. to the point to is get it's off the early. Ship. The it's Texans, early. The Texans have the best foot. Why are we complaining? Or who cares what? I don't care what Bryce is doing. Bryce, look, Bryce beat Houston. Yeah, and CJ didn't well, play the, that great. Well, the drive at the and end of the game. And guess what? Bryce beat Houston. CJ didn't play that great. Guess what? I would not trade. And I have Bryce Young, and I think Bryce Young's going to still be a lot better. But right now, I wouldn't trade. Okay. When I say a lot better, a lot better than he is now. We are right now. I want C.J. Stroud, and that's that. We, we got the guy. We are, though, as a 
as a humankind getting a little reckless with the CJ stuff. Okay, after this oh, game, over the top stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, think? he's Joe Burrow. Now. I mean, I'm listening to sports shows where CJ is now the third best quarterback in the league. CJ had two straight games that he <laughs> failed to get to 200 yards passing. I know We're he has one where he goes 475. And the comparisons now is I see Burrow. I see Burrow. Yeah, it is. It's a lot to put on CJ Stroud. It is. I think CJ is going to be a really good quarterback. That's a lot to put. Okay. On. What if CJ beats Joe Burrow this week? What if I mean legend continues? Then. What the legend? Continues. You know what? He's on the Brock Purdy path. Because remember the the don't put it. No 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 no. I mean the... it in a good way. You know how Brock just took off. Only this guy has pedigree. Boy, he fell down. He has pedigree. He has now. But Brock had Brock was also one of the front runners for MVP put this year. Brock Purdy on Brock Purdy last year. The hype train that was going. Yeah. But a lot of that was he was Mr. Irrelevant. This guy has pedigree and was a second pick That's in the draft. It. That's a difference. So it's a, it's a lot different. No. Well, well I, I just, it just drives me crazy that it's turned – we didn't used to do this as much. Now, there was Vince versus Reggie because – I mean, it was – I'm sorry, Vince versus Mario after the draft because we could have had Vince, right? right. So it turned into Vince and Mario, and Mario wasn't playing as well when the Texans drafted him back in 06 instead of Vince Young. And Vince was rookie of the year – and. Mario wasn't. However, right now, because of social media, a big thing now, John, is like my kids, it's always rank your guys, yeah. this guy better than this guy. And so this is a constant framing of this versus this, this versus mm-hmm. this, this versus this. Who cares? We got our guy. We do have our guy. You win. We Ho- win, Houston. Hopefully, except you put Brock Purdy on him. Well, what the bleed? No, but the, the feel-good story is a rookie where every more, year more and more I excitement. I wish you call him a monster instead of that. Okay. He used to call him sloth. Sloth. Do anything. The brat. Did, whatever. I'm not doing that anymore. Dude, stop. I trust in. Brock Purdy. Don't put Brock Purdy on him. Brock Purdy was. He fell, he, Brock Purdy has fallen from grace now. He's Brock, lost three straight games. Brock, two of those games have looked like CJ's games from the two pre- previous just weeks. Terrible. All right, he's why fine. don't you talk? He's right. fine. We're going to be fine. Stop already, and just talk about John Daspit now. I think John Daspit should. He should probably sue you. I'll be more than happy. Well, I don't want that to happen, but I do want John Daspit to work for you. I want John Daspit, if you've been injured, to be working for you. I want him to work around the clock. I mean. That's how John Daspot works. His phone will go from blue to green in a heartbeat. When he's green, I won't hear from him for three days, four days, a week, because John Daspot goes in that hole and gets to work. He's working with his lawyers. He's got 10 offices here in the state of Texas. He's got he's now got offices outside the t- state of Texas. He just hired a bunch more lawyers. He's going to have 70 lawyers working for him soon. He's the biggest in the city of Houston. And in terms of results, he gets unbelievable results. 38 cases uh, over a million dollars in uh, 38 separate cases this year. Well, this is like a month old, so it's probably higher now. With over a million dollars in settlements for for clients just this year alone, he understands that when you get hurt, the medical bills pile up. Especially if you don't have insurance. My gosh, uh, if there's been loss of life, there has to be consideration for that. You have your pain and suffering. You have your physical therapy. You have surgeries to consider. There's a lot to consider. And John Daspot will consider all of that. He's got his formulas to work on for you so that you do not get shortchanged by the insurance companies for someone else's negligence at the workplace, on the roadway, out in the water, wherever it may have taken place. It's John Daspot and the Daspot Law Firm fighting for you. Go to DaspotLaw.com or call 713-CALL-NOW. Get off! 
over here. ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. Red sun rises. Blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Time to give away something in honor of the Cougars trying to get to five wins. We're going to make it Caller 5 at 825. Caller 5 at 825 wins a pair of tickets to the Houston Cougars versus Cincinnati game. It is homecoming for the Cougars. Their last game was absolutely electric. They beat Baylor in overtime. And it's time to bring that energy back to TDECU Stadium this weekend. Ticket specials for the game are $15 tickets. Grab your family and friends to get your tickets today. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COUGS to get your tickets today. Come early and enjoy all the new activities in Cougar Alley in front of TDECU Stadium, including the huge LED TV screen and the Bud Light Backyard along with other things as well. But remember, Caller 5 at 825 for Cougs for Cincinnati. The Cougars trying to get to bowl eligibility, trying to get to that fifth win this Saturday at TDECU. Sweet. Let's go. Fill up the place. Get to 500 on the season. Get to possible bowl eligibility with, well, you will get to bowl eligibility with one more win after Cincinnati. They got to beat Cincinnati. Tanner's right. They've got a great, listen, if if Cincinnati, BYU, and Central Florida aren't proof enough of how hard it is to move into the Big 12 from the AAC, then there shouldn't be. I mean, and the Cougs are the best of the bunch right now. The Cougs are the best of the bunch. Went to Baylor and won. Won here against West Virginia. West Virginia's a pretty good football team. And won here against them. It was miraculous. But And they gave Texas all they could handle until the very end. So... This is, I mean, I know everybody's down on Dana. It ain't easy. Go ahead. Try and coach. Uh, there's All good coaches at all those schools are all suffering. Yeah, Dana, unfortunately, just has the battle scars, at least for fans. With the Rice uh, loss. And pre- in other games, like last year, people people yeah. were, because of where he came from and, and, and the expectation, because Houston set themselves right. up as, we are striving for more. It hadn't reached the, the expectations that some had, and obviously you lose the rice, and it, it just turns people. So hopefully he can win a winnable game at home against Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati pushed Oklahoma very early in the year, so you know they, they have that in them, but they have not been good in the Big 12. as you They're 0-6, no. 2-7 overall. So you get a win, you find one more, and you can say, hey, first year in the Big 12, I would say pretty successful if you can get to – if you can win four games in conference. Yeah. Now, Oklahoma State is playing really good right now. Yeah. Really good football. So, I think it's going to come down to – we'll see, though. I mean, you, they have to come here. Nobody thought that te- the Cougs would play with Texas the way that they did. So, we'll see whether or not they can uh, come up with a game plan. They can slow down Ollie Gordon. I don't know. He, that dude is really, really good. And the Cougs don't stop to run really well. That mm. dude is really good. Yeah, Ollie Gordon's kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Honestly, Oklahoma State – I remember asking Chad, hey, how's your team going to look? And he's like, we don't have a quarterback. It's going to be rough. Well, Bowman's turned out to be pretty good. Well, that's what I mean. And early in the season, they were losing to Arizona State, who they play hard. It just doesn't turn into wins for them. But um, they were first game of the year. Oklahoma State was losing. And then they come from behind and kind of they win. And not only win, but cover, most importantly. 
on the road. And um, and then, then Oklahoma State wasn't Al- very good the next then week. South Alabama. Yeah, and then and then they get demolished by South Alabama. And I just kind of written them off, and then all of a sudden, here yeah. they are beating out, beating Oklahoma and leading them for much. I mean, it was a good back and forth in Bedlam, and they ended up winning. Now there was a non-call, but it doesn't matter. They were still in position to win, even though there was a non-call for Oklahoma that they got screwed on. But that's what happens. That's what home field is supposed to be for. That's not what it's supposed to be for. It's, it's not for you to be, to be screwed, no, yeah, screwed by the referees. I think it's. Uh, I think Oklahoma State fans, yes, having a good year, beat Kansas at home, beat Oklahoma – Oklahoma at home, but I would say if I'm a local Oklahoma State fan, I go, is there a way you couldn't have played your son against South Alabama? No. If you decided to start, because Alan Bowman started the next game, and they've been good ever since. So what could your son have shown you before you decided to put in the veteran quarterback who's played pretty well in other places? What happened in practice? Or was this just daddy ball? Because think of the season they could be having if they hadn't lost to South Alabama. They got, that, they got smoked by South Alabama, though. Unless Alan Bowman had an injury that I don't remember, why is Gunnar Gundy starting? You could be a one. Terrible. They, they'd be undefeated. You gotta, you gotta get control. This the nepotism starters, right? They'd be no. They'd have another loss, but they, they be. Stoops is they'd be now Stoops isn't there anymore. Stoops' son can. Drake Stoops, Stoops is, is a good Drake football Stoops player. Good, who was it that played a? Was it a Venables kid? Who was it that played for Clemson? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. He, had, oh. he had two. Didn't he have two kids on the? Did he have two? One of them was he had a line, He had a linebacker, and I think he might have even had a safety. I think he had the DB was a problem. Yeah, the in DB the had end. like one other offer to Coastal Carolina, which is a okay school it to go to. Be, yeah, why is your, Coastal Carolina? But good, you're but Clemson. Yeah, how, right. did, how does your son wind up starting, starting. at safety at Clemson? Yeah. No, that's starting. By the way, well, John, Daddy was the boss. At least, da- at least Dobble has the dignity to make his kid the holder. He didn't make them a starting wide receiver. <laughs> so um, they're on the way. They got UCF. Uh, Oklahoma State is on the way to be uh, taking on Texas in the championship game. Are we giving something away for free? Yeah. Okay, that's why everyone's calling. Tickets. I was about to say, did we say something out of out of context with Oklahoma yeah. State? Or Oklahoma no, State people? we probably said something egregious um, against the Rockets. I've got to make sure. Yeah, I need to make sure that we get Dell off the phone here in a second because he needs to hear what's going on here. Well. I found out now that I was accused of being a racist uh, by Willie. Willie? Uh, two weeks ago. He oh, caught, yeah, yeah, right, He right, caught right. me for, uh, well, I, I don't know. I can't remember what I got Because you were for. talking about how Dusty? Dusty felt. Yeah, Dusty. How Dusty Dusty claimed that there was some, well, maybe he, some racial overtones. Well, Dusty didn't say that, actually. No, no, no. But you. But, but he brought up. He but brought he up, did bring up. Yeah, no, he said that that Hank Aaron and. Yeah, he brought up uh, the two. He brought up Hank Aaron and um, Buck uh, Buck Henry. No, but not no. Buck Henry. Buck. Was it O'Neill? Buck, Buck O'Neill. O'Neill. He brought them up and the difficulties that they went through, which made me wonder: Is he saying this is racial? Then he said there were too many and tweeters. You said there's no racial racism going on anymore. So <laughs> that's not what I said. He, he said racism was over. That's yeah, not what I said. That's dead. not what I said. However. Um, However, he did then go on to blame blogs and tweets and 30-year-olds for making him tired of right. managing. He said that with his mouth. Yes. He did say that. Now, it appears as though your comments yesterday, and now somehow I've been roped into it, your comments about Cam Whitmore has been, you are now being labeled as a racist okay. now. All right. we, had a, we had a sports map video where John said he was at the game and Cam, Cam Whitmore's body language was a little weird. And then, you know, we talked about that that was cons- supposed to be an issue 
which is one of the reasons he fell a little bit, and he hasn't really played much at all this year. And yesterday afternoon, the Rockets sent him down to the G League. A Cleveland Cavaliers fan saw the video and responded, I can see why people say these guys are racist. It's just, <laughs> it's just their attitude and their overall demeanor. Hmm. They're good, but are they emotionally mature not to be racist? <laughs> Maybe that's just me judging a book by its cover. But there's a reason I feel these guys are racist. Okay. And now you Wait have a minute. now. He's a Cleveland, and he just, this is the first thing he's seen of us, and he's putting. Racist? No, he said that we're. Well, he said we're good. I don't know. He's all he does is talk about Cleveland basketball, and he cares a lot. He's got. Well, he's got a lot of flags and stuff like that. Nobody talks but, more Cleveland basketball than us. Well, he knows that Cleveland your State? demeanor is it Cleveland State too, or just Cleveland. Cavaliers. Just, just the Cavs. Because we love talking Cleveland State basketball. And it's, and it's your attitude and demeanor. Right. You're not emotionally, or we, I guess, they, he says they, yeah. emotionally mature not you. to be racist. You. He's a book judging by its cover, white guys. But there's a reason I feel these guys are racist. Well, that, if listen, if you see a video of someone for two seconds talking about the body language of a player, then they are racist. There's no way to get around it. There's mm-hmm. just no way to get around it. Am I supposed to be the arbiter since I, I'm African American? Do I can I tell people whether you're racist or not? No, no. Okay, we no. don't feel like we don't feel like no. having you just take unfettered no. shots we, at us. We can't trust you at all. We I can't mean, trust you to be honest. I yeah. feel like I should be the one to. The, the, you just to look decide. at this as an opportunity. Like, ooh, look what I Let get me to jump do. In. I mean, if you, if people need an no, unbiased no. voice, you've been around us too long. This guy just saw his first video of us, and he thinks you're racist. <laughs> yes. Well, well, he said, "I can see why people say I that." I can see why people say that from this video. Well, I should be the one to determine if he's no, right or not because I've been around you long enough. No, see, you can't make a judgment like that if huh. you've been around. That's you not, just have to judge a book right away. No, I. Ju- it's got to be right now. But I've read this book over and over, unfortunately. <laughs> so I should be able to make an att- a determination. No, we're not. We can't trust you oh, in, oh. in your oh, in your judgment. I'm untrustworthy. Like Cam Whitmore, who who a coach can't trust. Oh, I I guess that guy was yeah, right about. You, I guess that guy forget, was right about you. You forget me. So okay. the two the two people in question, Cam and myself, right. are both untrustworthy. Right. Huh. huh? Interesting that you would we go with untrustworthy with for both of us. See, and this guy is Croatian, and he can kind of see just in this one video, he can see yeah. what John's about. Oh, he's, I think he says they, but he can't be talking he's about Croatian. Me. Nice. Well, he's got a Croatian I go flag. There. I want to go there. He's got a Croatian flag. Oh, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't please. know. I would like to go to Croatia also. as a kid. Also, Tony, big Croatian in in in, in Chicago in Bridgeport, a big Croatian community. Oh and yeah, and the Russian. Moji feast was like the biggest. It There's was huge, huge Croatian and Russian. Yeah. Do you know that we have a big Russian contingency here? We do. Uh, Michael, Michael Vayner. Yeah, he's. Oh, is he Russian? Yeah, he's. Russian. Oh, okay. Um, Chicago Russian. Tony, yes, yeah, a different Russian. Tony, um, who is an Iowa fan, says. Oh, Daddy Ball can really hamstring an offense. Trust me. <laughs> well, uh, yes. yeah. Brian Ferenc. The epitome yes. of that, yes. All right, 830 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. There's going to be some Coors Lights flying today, playing a little golf, and uh, the Coors Lights are going to fly. And, and I'm just going to – I'm just. it's a happy day. It's a happy place for me. All right, when I got my cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Lights. It just is – I mean, it is what it is. Oh, by the way, oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Valencia is on 34th Street near Ella. Uh, we're going to be watching the game on Sunday, giving away Coors Lights. We're going to be at there at noon for a particular football game that's being played in Cincinnati. And during that game, 
at Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage. We are going to, is that a Tex-Mex Garage or another one? I don't know. But on, on 34th Street near Ella, we are giving away. We want you to come to the Heights. Everybody's invited. As many, I want to give away the most cruise lights we've ever given away. We're going to be watching the game. They got great TVs, great Mexican food, and we're going to be giving away Coors Lights and want you there on Sunday. Let's go. Valencia's is awesome. If you haven't never eaten there, they're Mexican. Fantastic. So if you're looking for uh, something to do, and we're going to be giving away Coors Lights, free Coors Lights for everybody. That's what we do right here. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Lights, the world's most refreshing beer. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here. 835, if you want to get in, 713-780-3776, the number. So, okay, two things. First, Dell, do you think that an NFL player should do the chicken dance in the end zone as an end zone celebration? No, 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 no. That chicken dance? Yeah, that chicken dance. I don't like see. Like you the, see a check wedding? I don't see a problem with it. Why? Because if they do free chicken sandwiches from Shake Shack, if an NFL player does the chicken dance in the end zone this Sunday, then Shake Shack is going to be giving away free chicken sandwiches. Well, yeah, somebody needs to do something. Somebody needs their to chicken do something. sandwiches are good. Are they? Yes. I'm all for it. You, no, well, can depends. you confirm or deny? What do you mean? Shake Shack. I've never been. Do they have a spicy chicken sandwich? It, this, uh, it looks like it's spicy. Well, everyone has a spicy But is option. it with the sauce or, no, uh, or is it actually in the chicken? Yeah. I can't remember. I can't speak that. I think it's the sauce. Most people just do sauce. Well, most well, people are terrible. No, actually actually some. Yeah, actually they mix it up. See, this people is information you get here and nowhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So I would say if they make a good chicken sandwich and it's spicy because it's infused with spice then yes i hope an nfl player does but if not don't because you don't want that terrible chicken sandwich fresh never frozen no hormones or antibiotics over lettuce and pickles and buttermilk herb mayo on a toasted potato bun so i don't know you can probably order it yeah spicy as well it's legit what spicy what so there's that Michigan has until today to answer the Big Ten. Should Michigan be punished? It would it would be a different precedent than ever. Michigan being punished in the same season that they're being accused. It's never happened. Should they be punished in the same season or Yes. You you think so? Well, because they and had, should they be punished, period. I think look, I'd like to see personally, my personal feelings are I actually like a lot of the people at Michigan. I like their strength coach, their O-line coach, and slash offense coordinator. I, I was there two years ago giving them the Joe Moore Award. Um, I like a lot of the stuff Michigan does. I like Harbaugh. Um, I don't know him, but I like the way he builds stuff. But if we're just being completely honest and objective about this, it appears as though if you have enough information that their cheating led to led to trips to the college football playoffs for two years in a row, or at least helped in that regard, or they had advantages. And we're not talking about just at home. We're talking home and road, multiple games. Then, yeah, you probably need to, before 
Jim Harbaugh potentially bolts out of there or whatever, you this is going to be the third year in a like. Yeah, I think you almost have to. And now, on a personal note, I I don't want to see it happen. I want to see Michigan in the in the playoffs on a personal note. But I can separate my personal desires as a college football fan versus what is right and wrong. And what is right and wrong is they appear to, based on the information we currently have, they appear to have cheated and and gained big advantages against teams by deciphering their their plays and having somebody on the sideline that was directly impacting it who had created a scheme to go scout teams and record video record teams teams play like how is this any different than what the Astros did and the Astros now in professional sports your punishment is going to be money it's going to be draft picks um, and that was something that had happened years ago like the Astros got found out 3 years after the the actual fact this has this was going on even this year. Yeah, no. It's so, been, how do you not? And it's 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 so odd for. I, I, I hate the NCAA. I hate it. They constantly punish kids that had no part of anything that was. And the NCAA is 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 bowing out of this because it would it's going to take them too long to do the investigation and then the. You know, then then the response by Michigan, and it's a, and it's an entire process. So all of the people that were actually doing the, the wrongdoing uh, won't be affected by it. These guys, these guys right here now, like you said, this was happening this year. It was happening. A lot of these guys were on this team last year. Now, the freshmen that are coming in here, that are here, and if they have sanctions against them, will be able to leave scot free. They didn't have anything to do. Well, they actually did because it was going on this year. But I, I wonder how the NCAA would react to them being able to. If if you if your school faces sanctions or your coach leaves, you can leave scot free as far as the transfer portal goes. It would be interesting to see how they react to this one. But in real time, reacting to the criminal activity well, that Michigan was performing, criminal. Well, illegal. In, it, well. It's illegal. Well, well not even. Well, it's a, not even illegal. It's criminal. It was. It's criminal football wise. Yeah, in, in they, they, they broke football. Wise football immoral. Yeah, they were football criminals. Yeah, immoral. They're activity. immoral activity. Well, well we know. Well, it's the, against the rules. Uh, yeah, certainly for football and and. Well, some people would say that many athletes, many athletes engage in immoral activity mm. and behavior. Many college students do. Yeah, hmm. but we're not talking about that kind of oh, activity. Okay. activity. The Michigan unless press, they were filming that too. Are they football and that's criminals before? That's were they? Before. Were they? Are they alleged to be football criminals? Yes. In yes. terms of their football behavior. Yes. Okay. And the yes. Michigan president has said, "Hey, oh, here, due process. Soon. Let the NCAA investigate and then come with their findings. Because if it was, if you were in the position, you wouldn't want the Big Ten to act unilaterally. You'd want an investigation. That's but the what, Big Ten is actually the one who can act quickly, and they can actually." It, it, and, and actually correctly, as opposed to the NCAA. Yeah, but which we, know, is we know the game the is playing. He's yeah. pushing. He wants to push oh, no, it no. back, not to and, ruin and the season. And by the way, if, if there are any sanctions against them and they won't be able to go to the postseason, there will be lawsuits flying. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this thing turns out. But there are going to – he's already threatened. There's yes. going to be lawsuits. It would be, unpre- as you said, unprecedented, unprecedented for this to happen, particularly for a conference to step in and right. go, you guys can't participate in our postseason tournament a month – I mean, our per- postseason game a month before it happens. He's doing, and he doubled down on Jim Harbaugh too. We love Jim Harbaugh, and we're keeping Jim Harbaugh. 
And now Jim Harbaugh did take a pay cut. Jim Harbaugh, you know, had has had more. Jim Harbaugh is turning into the Bill Belichick of college football. Well, the cheating helps. Yeah. Well, he's got to win, win the big one before he gets to that point. But he probably, well, people don't like Sweeney. Dabo and Clemson, but Jim Harbaugh's up there too, as far as disliked oh, coaches. Well, as far as other coaches go, it looks like, boy, they're ganging on. They're all piling on. Well, aren't he, they? well he's cheating. So, yeah, yeah, other coaches are not going to like that. No, but listen, cheating in college football? Never. It's like baseball. It, okay, which is the worst cheating sport? Baseball or college football? Baseball. Ooh, I don't know. College football's oh my got God. a nice long history as well. Steroids? Steroids was rampant. Well, you think that's Spitballs not, was rampant. You think steroids aren't, haven't been rampant. rampant in college football? Uh, ever see like, Tony Mandarich? You ever see all of baseball? Yeah. I think well, baseball is the most hypocritical. Look at the top home run hitters and all the record books for steroid guys. But there, there, listen, that's in your steroids record books. have been rampant in college football forever. Not only that, buying players you think than when they weren't supposed to Do you think steroids players, are rampant right now? Steroids are rampant in college football? Yeah. Right now? Probably. I mean, Do you think that the Rangers outfielder has steroids? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm not going to make <laughs> wild accusations. Okay, we don't Listen, do that here. Baseball has had started with spitballs. Didn't that, wasn't had, I the one that said he he heard his? Here's steroids? the way. Yes, okay, so you're steroids. saying steroids, right? You're uh, saying steroids. Baseball says, "Oh no, we do steroids." Do you guys do? Because we scuff balls, we use spitballs, we illegally steal uh, signs. signs and 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 do them through video systems. We'll use Apple watches. We will uh, cork bats. Mm. Like, they will do... Baseball has been doing this stuff for years. College football, now, forever has been doing steroids, forever has been buying players, but with, with buying cars for players. Yeah, buying Forever stuff. has been... Now, we got sign stealing well, why are in you, college well, football. I, I don't know about the steroid thing. Like, forever, like, that's a rampant problem when players get so much bigger in the pros. To, to ask, ask... You're uh, only going to say Tony Ask Mandar- the Boz. Ask uh, Tony Mandarich. I mean, they were all doing steroids. Ask Latimer dance. from Who, the program. Yeah. You saw but the program. You're talking about... They you're talking about Boz was early. It was mid... Mid eighties. Well, that's what's well. That's that was early eighties. That was before it reached baseball. That was early. It was before it reached baseball. And baseball said, "Huh, watch, <laughs> watch this. this." Well, right, but they were still that. Doing no, baseball it. was doing speed bit. Don't don't worry. Uh, oh no, baseball still had peds. It was called speed. Yeah, they were heavy into the speed back then. But listen, to, to I'm if you Football's think there were not, more baseball listen, players doing steroids not, than college football steroids, I think steroids has some some. I think there are some issues in high school. The issue in college is, is Adderall right I played now. at a Division three football school. Three of our offensive linemen were doing steroids. There's no question. Division three. I don't think it's as big a deal now as it was. I think Adderall. Well, but neither Adderall, it's not in baseball either. Adderall is a huge, huge issue right now. Yeah. There are people who are on staffs as psychiatrists writing scripts for college players so that they have a team full of jacked-up speedballs <laughs> running around the More field. More cheating. More yeah, cheating no, that, that yeah. is – that is, of course, baseball does too. Yeah, so, baseball's like any way that you can think of cheating. Well, baseball not only has done it, they will continue. Okay, to do they're, it. then they're one in one a. Well, college football has been a cheating, well, cheating uh, organization. College football has been a sport pe- that has been, but it, you don't get penalized anymore for years. You don't get penalized because everyone's been afraid since the death penalty to that's SMU right. basically ruined them. But but that's when people wouldn't listen. Like SMU was so. 
they got warned a billion times, and finally the NCAA had to make, uh, you know, they had to finally make a, a case out of what's, I, I think the cheating was probably a little worse at one point in the 80s when it was, it was bad in the Southwest Conference. Yeah, really, really bad. it was bad. awful. You knew that you had to cheat to compete for anybody. That's what I'm saying. But, um, but, but I think that, that that's clearly not going to be the case in, in yeah, yeah, so they cheat. So basketball cheats too. Yeah. College basketball. Of oh, course yeah, there's yeah, cheating. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of cheating. Now, they're not doing steroids like, like, like they did in football. Well, but, you know of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm ta- Kyle Malone, other than Kyle Malone, I'm pretty sure. Uh, 846 ESPN. I didn't say that, Carl. 846 <laughs> ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. We've talked about this already today, but we got to talk about it more. We need to fill up TDECU Stadium. Let's go, people. Uh, 713-GO-COOG, 713-GO-COOGS, uhcougars.com slash tickets. It's time to get on out there. Tickets start at just 15 bucks. There's all kinds of activities. There's pregame. Listen, if, if you weren't there for the Texas game, it was the best atmosphere that we've ever seen there. We've got to continue that. I know it's not Texas coming to town, and there aren't nearly going to be as many Cincinnati fans, but that's okay, too. But here's the deal is your team is playing better than any of the new teams in the conference. Coming off a big win uh, last week at Baylor, this team is getting ready and, and, and proving that they can play in the Big 12. Time for us to get out there. It's going to be a beautiful night for football, 6 o'clock kickoff. This is a great time to get on out there and support this football team and and show them that, that they, you want them to get bowl eligible and, and, and participate in the postseason. And they just need two more wins to get there, can get to 500 this week. Cincinnati is in town, have not liked Cincinnati, did not play well against Cincinnati in the AAC. Time to change that on Saturday night at TDECU Stadium, but they're going to need your help. Tickets starting as low as 15 bucks. Let's go. Take the family out there. Have a great time. It's a great uh, – if you're looking for entertainment for the family, this is it. So get on out there and support the Cougs. 713-GO-COUGS or uhcougars.com slash tickets. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You do like me. I just don't like you no more. You do like me. I don't. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All right, Dell, we brought up something here during the break because, well, it came out of Miami and everything cheating comes out of Miami. So You know how little sense that just made from you considering the story you're about to tell? <laughs> so... Well, Miami's always doing bad, yeah, bad things. Yeah, but what is... And here's the thing. And okay. here's the thing. Is LeBron... Poor LeBron. Okay. Miami doing bad things, and LeBron is the is the victim. Miami's doing yeah. bad things? Yeah, Miami's doing bad Orlando. things. LeBron's Orlando. Bad. His, his complaints aren't with the Heat. They're yeah. with the referees. Well, right, because Miami was mistreating him. By what, playing defense? By and tra- I'm sure somebody, some booster from Miami probably paid the refs. For the Heat? Yeah. Why would they Mi- I don't know. Miami? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, considering how little sense you're about to make. <laughs> so, if you don't know, the Lakers have sent a letter to the league detailing what they believe is unfair, or maybe unfair treatment is the incorrect way to put it. They believe missed calls in the other team's favors regarding their players. 
Um, they sent that letter out. Uh, the two-minute report came out and said there were no incorrect calls in the Heat-Laker game, and LeBron quote-tweeted it because apparently he's not zero-dark 30 during the regular season. Quote-tweeted it saying, hey, things happen before that point that can determine outcomes 10 minutes into the game, second quarter, third quarter. That's the, the, the gist of his quote-tweet. So he's not happy with the officiating. I watched the game. He was complaining throughout. Uh, they lose the game on a wide-open shot by Cam Reddish. And now I say, be on the lookout. I asked you guys during the break, will the league in response side with the Lakers tonight and directly affecting the game for the Rockets? Or will they say, bleep you, we're going to teach you a lesson, Lakers. You'll get less calls tonight. It's LeBron. He's going to get calls. Well, he, he apparently he didn't get the calls in Miami that he thought he should get. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I kind of feel like they're always going to side with LeBron. You, you get, well, the league, I mean, the league sides with does LeBron, stars, typically. Yeah, it's stars. Does LeBron get the same treatment Michael got? Uh, Is this a Michael I, versus you know, LeBron? No, I thing? actually don't think he does. I, don't I, think, I think he, he has, but everything that came out was David Stern basically said, hey. Well, David Stern understood we got a chance to grow this sport yeah. because basketball was a distant third. It was like baseball and football were right there neck and neck, and then basketball, when Stern came in, was a distant third, and Stern recognized they had stars, and he didn't want to see stars on the bench. He wanted stars to shine. And so, you know, David Stern was, like, out there trying to make his – it's kind of like, you know what football does? Football just does this. Here's what the NFL does. We're going to – we want to make a point of emphasis on illegal contact in the first five yards. That's the way they handle it. We'll make sure that our – We'll make sure that the game has lots of scoring by making five-yard illegal contact a point of emphasis, by making 15-yard penalties if you try to hurt quarterbacks a point of emphasis. The NFL handles it with certain types of calls and point of emphasis. NBA handles it by allowing certain players, I think, to get away with maybe a little bit more, especially at different times of the game. But has LeBron had the same treatment as Jordan? I think for much of his career he has. But overall, probably Jordan, Jordan was given more leeway than LeBron. Yeah. I'd say that's probably fair because David Stern ran the league. Yeah, absolutely. David Stern was uh, he was mafioso. There's no question. He was going to make sure that Michael got taken care of. And and you know what? He built the league into uh, a superpower. After <laughs> when Michael got into the league, before right before Michael got there, they were uh, tape delaying NBA Finals games, and then it turned into a huge, huge bonan- uh, bonanza for them as far as. Um, Ratings go. A ratings bonanza with Michael. So no, he know how to. He knew how to handle this. I don't. I don't know. The answer to that is oh. probably LeBron's going to get the calls tonight. Oh my God! LeBron is here in the city of Houston. Okay. Does Dylan Brooks fall out? Ooh. No. No, he won't fall out. Will he get hit with a? Tech- I mean, no well, would be the favorite. He's not going to foul will out. He get now, hit with a technical. Okay. Tonight? Over under fouls four and a half. Over is minus one fifty. Um. Over, under, fouls. He's going to have to play. LeBron's going to be on the floor. He's going to have to take LeBron. I'm going to go over. He's gonna. I think he's got a chance to foul out tonight. No, he's, he's obviously a, got a chance. No, he's got a good chance. He's over, good under, chance. four and a half. He's going to think- be ultra aggressive because LeBron embarrassed him last time. Mm, that is true. Ultra aggressive. Dell, can you, speaking of LeBron, can you look into your direct messages? I guess. Yeah, play that. Let's play that real quick before we go to a break because it's it's topical. It's about LeBron, and then we'll get Spencer and his Astros calls next. But it's just a short little quick video, and um, I was just told that we need to – it's something that we need to see or hear. 
It's a little kid who's, I don't know how young a kid is. It's a kid sitting courtside. Well, I see this video. Why? What are we doing? You just, I just what think. What are we, we doing? Well, it just fits this sh- we don't have the to, energy of this show. I'm going to, let's have a discussion. Because sometimes, hey, let's play this. And then, oh. and then I get the guy saying the S word um, on the show. And this is another version of the S word, by the way. So it's you, a good, have, it's have a you good heard one. it, John? I, have, I don't know what you're talking we're about. Gonna, we're actually going to have some discretion and talk about it during the break. Okay. And decide if we should play it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. All right. If Get you some think, discretion for the show, yeah. I like just firing. It. I like, I know you like do. you did earlier I like when they asked. This I like is what I said earlier. In, earlier in the show, Dell was just b- dropping well, s no, bombs on the show. You, yeah, you, you sent did. it to me, and I go, "Okay, let's play it." Of course, Amen. I didn't know what was in it. So yeah, that was uh, you were that was on you, really. I didn't send it. I said, "Get it." I didn't send yeah, it. Yeah, you told me to get it, and then I thought you'd listen. It's the Pat McAfee show. They're reckless. So you know what? We're going to have a discussion about it and decide whether we should play what Lance wants to play. Mm-hmm. Because some little kid's yelling at LeBron courtside. All right, uh, we'll do that on the other side then, and we'll get Spencer in here as well. But first, we're talking about Billy Brown. We're talking about Aqueduct Plumbing. We're talking about integrity. We're talking about and in that business, I don't know. I don't know if it's the if if it's just if it's a stereotype or if it's an accurate assessment of plumbers. They'll come to your house and and then you're not sure whether or not they're actually how much it's a stereotype because sometimes it is true about right. there's some shady plumbers there's some yeah. you know there's some b crack going on so you want to, yeah yeah there's I think there, I there that's is where a, you're headed honestly right no 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 I said about the shade no the thing I'm worried about most butt crack you shady. can close your eyes you can go ooh yeah. but uh, as far as the money thing goes where they're shady yeah they're uh, and overcharging you that's a problem yeah well Billy Brown I mean I, I I've seen it time and again. These guys are going to come to your house and they're going to give you a great estimate of what they're going to do. They're going to find whatever problem it is right away. They're going to give you a square deal. They're not there just to screw. I mean, they're there to make sure that you get your plumbing needs fixed. Imagine this. It's just a company that's there to tell you what's going on, to charge you a fair price and to get it done the right way. How about that? How about that? How about that's a com- that a company actually exists, and it's Aqueduct Plumbing Company. If you can hear our voices, you can call Aqueduct Plumbing Company. Go to the website and find out all the services they offer, aqueductplumbingcompany.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher.